Oh, 100 minute. Oh, <laughs> it always does that. Right. Yeah. It's fine. So we'll just take a moment. We'll chop off of that bit off. And... Hi, Miriam. Hello. Look great. Great to see you again. Um, I thought we would just dive in this week and I would just ask you what you've been thinking about this week and what's coming up in your world. Hmm, thanks for the question. Um, I think what's been really top of my mind this week has been actually around the power of mindset in our experiences of life. And I've had experience of that both in the work setting and personal setting as well which um is really super interesting when you reflect on you know life is happening all the time whatever it is how how do you receive that and what's your experience of it and and how do you respond and what do you you know what how do you either ripple out maybe frustration and negativity or whatever that might be if you perceive it in a negative way or what's the alternative so yeah I've got some uh, things to share about that what about you um, well, um, I've, uh, I've, I've also been doing a lot of thinking, but I'm going to, I'm going to go into this, this, this mindset idea quite a lot because it's easy to think that we are emotional creatures who have an emotional response to what's going on in our world. And surely, you know, some people might say, well, if you're not have experiencing that response and feeling your feelings are you kind of stilting yourself or mm. you know not being who you true you truly are go explain a little bit more about what you mean by this idea mm. of um the power of mindset mm. so it's funny um in a way like so at the moment i work in a company and whatever's happening in that company sometimes um, you know, we're ahead of expectations. Sometimes we're behind, you know, different people have different ex expectations or way they're seeing things. And our sort of, I suppose, reaction or emotions that go with it very much dependent on how we're filtering everything. So what then the way we filter is very much dependent on, I think this is the mindset. So if something bad happens, you know, I mean, we're, we're agency and industry partnership. And uh, so I think every now and then uh, things don't go quite to, according to plan. Like, you know, we might not be doing uh, being a great agency partner for our agency or, or you know, another department in the organization. And um, and so you can see that and go, oh, there, they're awful. And then you oh, and then really disappointed and I've had a bad day or another department can look at you and saying, oh, and they're just putting pressure on us and blah, blah, blah. And you end up kind of receiving whatever it is, their emotions maybe. Um, you then receive that as a negative thing. You then react and often it can be in a quite defensive way like well they whatever and it's their fault and so that not... kind of automatic negative thinking thing as well yeah. where you if somebody's looking a bit you sort of yeah. assume, assume the worst if the atmosphere is feeling a bit tense in some way yeah absolutely and and then but you know it's what's super interesting is if you if you kind of receive it without kind of just immediately reacting it's like it's, it's kind of like you can either hit a ball and you immediately just, you know, it hits straight back again, or you can kind of step back a bit, allow your racket to go, you know, see where the ball's coming up and down, think, well, okay, where do I want to place it? Instead of just holding the bat and letting it ping right back, 
you know, you then get to choose. Do I want to hit it to, you know, the front of the court? Do, do I want to hit it out of the court? Do I want to kind of let my partner get it? Whatever it might be. And, but, you know, it's so easy, I think, to just kind of leap forward and, you know, kind of just receive the the, the kind of energy and immediately push it back. But, you know, and I think the, the, the amazing thing of, of personal growth is, is realizing that you have the opportunity not to react, but to actually take a pause and to make a choice. And in my experience, um, and what I do a lot in my job is, is help people create a bit of a pause and, and, and within that pause, the chance to kind of reframe. And, and what I do a, a lot around that reframe is, you know, number one, curiosity of thinking, okay, what's going on here? What is creating this negative energy in this person? What's creating this situation to be the case? And so you sort of stand back from it rather than reacting to it. And then with that curiosity, you can be compassionate and, you know, start to think, okay, what's going on for them? What, where's this pressure coming from? You know, how are they seeing the world? Because the way they see the world often might not be the way that, you know, that it is. In fact, there's always many perspectives. And then the third thing is to really think, okay, what do I want to do here? Do I want to absorb this and then ripple that out to everybody around me and then get stressed and stress others? Or, you know, how can I how can I be a positive influence in this in this situation? And and with that, you know, what actions can I take? Or and it might be, you know, do nothing, allow that emotion to come through, or you know, and and then you know, give it a bit of time, let it settle, and then come back. It could be, you know, many many different things. And I, and I think that's really the the power of of mindset, and also sort of personal emotional management. Um, which I think we as leaders, and I don't mean us as, you know, leaders in our formal positions, but leaders in life can have a, um, the impact on everybody around us. Yeah, oh, I love that. I love that idea of um, taking a breath, walking away from the the thing that's happening, creating some space. I suppose in agencies, we sort of have that built in a little bit into the way we're set up because, you know, we traditionally have some form of client service people who automatically sort of act as a bit of a fire break sometimes yeah. between you know the creative department which can can be or has historically often been known as that sort of a bit more hot-headed you know emotional uh you know more likely to just respond and you know upset the client um and so you know sort of the client service historically I think this is changing I don't I don't really buy this anymore but historically the client service people were like the grown-ups who looked after the creative people who were more like the children I mean when I set up my agency I set it up to be entirely different for that because I don't really like that that model at all but it was in a way trying to sort of create that space to have a you know to be able to as an organization when you're dealing with your clients be able to reframe to to stand back and to you know find a you know find a way through whether it's a you know something that's going really well or something that's you know a bit more sticky you know creating mm. that space is really is really really important isn't mm. it um and i i don't know i think learning to manage your mindset is something I sort of really really wish I had done way earlier in my in my career and like we've talked about before managing your energy the sort of two are a bit tied up aren't they really because mm. the 
they're sort of two sides of of one coin. <laughs> you Definitely. know, if you're feeling, if you've had a bit of an onslaught, your energy is likely to go up. So if you can get your energy up, then you can mm. think about a more uh, a more regal way of of dealing with the situation. Definitely. If you're the leader. Yeah. I mean, we all, you know, if you don't eat, you get hangry, you know, don't you? Or if you've not like looked after your energy um, and then, you know, finally someone, you know, asks that last thing and it's the straw that breaks the camel's back, um, you know, you're like, Rah! or, um, you know, or maybe, you know, someone presses that button or the I, you are not worthy button, you know, you're not good enough button. And it's just like, oh, and, you know, I think typically that's what, that's what, is playing out all the time amongst um, each other. You know, it's in a way, it's all of our hot buttons when we're in a pressurized situation and we're feeling vulnerable and potential to being exposed, you know, not good enough work or not good enough results or letting people down, those buttons get pressed and then the, the two little kids end up at each other, but in, you know, adult bodies and <laughs> talking yeah, about but adult I think- things. I mean, one of the things that I sort of learned quite recently, you told me about it, somebody else told me about it as well, is this idea of trigger trigger tracking. Because we do, you know, if you actually write down those times when you really have an emotional response to something, when it, it, it you, you feel it in your body, things that really trigger you, if you kind of write down when they happen, it sort of takes the power out of them. Mm. I think I, about, about 18 months ago, I started doing that. And after about a month, I was just like, it's all the same things. Don't keep getting triggered by it. Change, change the things. And then, then you're not going to keep it. And then I just hardly ever have that anymore. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. I think the the reactions are unconscious. You know, it's that kind of, it's the deep belief that you didn't realize that you haven't really articulated to yourself, but you've absorbed it over the years, probably when you were very young. Um, And it's not not until you sort of start to see it playing out in your life over and over um, through this kind of trigger tracking, realize, sort of do a bit of analysis on it and realize, oh, that's what it is. It's really this kind of belief that I'm carrying around that I'm not enough or or whatever it is. And once you start to kind of become conscious of it, you know, you can then choose actually, you know, this is that isn't really what's happening here. Um, And that's what enables you, I think, to create the gap, that moment of pause and that choice about how you react to things. Um, so uh, I had a funny experience of this quite recently where um, it's not really a, a sort of rah situation, although it could have been for myself, but I was, um, I was, I, I, in fact, what happened was I was supposed to be going away for a lovely yoga retreat for my sister for her uh, birthday. And I promised to pay and we'd book the flights and we were really excited. And then um, two days before my flight got cancelled, I was like, oh, no. And so I was like, I've got to find another way to get there. It's Sicily, so it wasn't that easy to get there. And uh, anyway, managed to book another flight for like three times the price than th- that afternoon. I was like, okay, whatever, I'll pay the money, I'm going. Uh, and then that, uh, that afternoon or the next morning, that flight got cancelled. I was just like, but only half of it, so I wasn't going to get it and uh, to get the refund. And I was like, oh, and so after realizing there is no way I'm going to get there, I just have to accept I'm not going to be going. So, let you know, let my sister down, unfortunately. Luckily, it is a yoga retreat, so it's not the worst place to be on your own because you're with lots of other people and, you know, being 
Zen. I know, but ironic that the yoga weekend turned to be so stressful. I know, but that's only the beginning because so then I meant I'm, I changed my mindset. It was like, okay, I've got this whole weekend to myself. I'm going, what can I do with it? And so then I got up the following morning, thought, you know what? I'm going to jet wash the patio, you know, get ready for the spring. So powered up, did all the patio. After I finished, I was really pleased with myself. Like that's a, a job that I really needed to do. I thought, you know what, I'm going to go and treat myself. I'm going to go to the garden centre. I'm going to buy some new plants to sort of, you know, make the patio finish finishing touches. Anyway, and it was a lovely sunny day. So I put the roof down, drove up to the garden centre, had my, my shades on. And uh, I thought, oh, I better take my normal glasses because, um, you know, once I'm inside, it'll be a bit dark. So I sort of put them on my top, got there, went in, walked around, Walked, 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 realised I have absolutely no idea about plants. Literally was overwhelmed, didn't know what would go in a right pot and where and the sunshine and that. So in the end, I was like, okay, this is just, this is, I can't do this on my own. I need, I need someone to advise me. So I thought, uh, you know, what can I, oh, at least I can buy some pots. So I walked over, found some nice pots and they're so heavy. I was like, oh, I need a bloody trolley. So then I walked all the way out of the garden centre, which is like going through Ikea, which, you know, is like takes forever. <laughs> Finally get to the trolleys. No trolleys. It's a sunny day. Everyone's doing the same thing. So I stood outside the garden centre. I'm like, oh, I think this is just not meant to be. Never mind. Um, I, I know I'm going to go and treat myself to a nice cup of tea and a piece of cake. I'm just going to go and sit in a nice cafe. And, and Cake this- is often the answer, I exactly, find. Exactly. Exactly. Enjoy the moment. Anyway, get back in the car. And then just as I'm starting to drive off, I'm like, where are my, my glasses? And I was like, um, the ones that I put on here, my absolutely wear every day, apart from today, got my lenses in, glasses, had fallen off. I was like, shit, what am I going to do? And um, so uh, I pulled back into the car park, walked all the way around Ikea-style garden centre once again, looking, 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 trying to find these glasses. And they were very focal, so, you know, expensive. Went around the whole thing disappeared I was like what am I going to do I haven't got any glass I'm going to have to wear my corrective shades for the next like week so anyway no I'm not going to allow myself to be down about this I I have decided I'm going to have some cake I will go and have the cake so I just cast the glasses thing out my mind one of those things one of those things anyway drove up to the cake shop it was it was and, and then I thought you know what they've probably still got my glasses on file I'm just gonna whilst I'm walking up to the cake shop I'm gonna phone Specsavers just say can you remake my old glasses and do them quick and they were like yes we can so by the time I'm there ordering cake that's all sorted I'm like yes nailing it and then of course got there no tables anywhere most popular day funny <laughs> so in the end what did I do I I thought well of all these cakes what do I want so I bought I know, I'll buy a scone, a nice cream tea, British style. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, oh, kids are at home. So I bought a round of four, messaged the kids on the way back, kids, be in the garden in five minutes. And they're like, you know, why, what? Ugh. Anyway, got there, ended up having a lovely afternoon tea, uh, tea outside in our nicely jet watch patio garden. And uh, so my plan completely wasn't what it was supposed to be, but you know, every step of the way, despite constant problems, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I managed to not be down. Like I, and you know, it was really a, a, a choice. And the and the good thing about this story is, at the very a week later, after trying to phone the garden centre millions of times, just thinking, you never know, maybe they've been handed in, couldn't get through, never answer the phone. Finally, I managed to get up there. They're sitting there by the till. 
And I managed to phone Specsavers like, cancel the order, cancel the order, like five days later. And I managed to do that as well. So somehow <laughs> what seemed like a disaster, <laughs> I turned into something positive. So, and, that, and I think that's always possible. Do you know what I mean? And I know it's a bit of a funny story, but you know, it's just, it's just a mindset of, of, of kind of finding the way and not allowing your emotions to kind of, you know, drive, drive how you react. Brilliant. Well, I think that is a great, a great story for this um, little post. And, you know, we can choose our mindset when we're being battered around by life onslaught of whatever you can, you know, you absolutely have the power to choose how you, how you are and, and, and how you respond. And if you can keep that constant optimistic outlook of, you know, well, that isn't happening, but you know, what else might happen instead? I think it really helps you um, get, get through it. And, you know, I love working with those people who bring that attitude to work. It creates a really great environment. And there are times when everybody might be a bit, Oh, you know, but if other people can then, you know, sort of support them and then back to that client agency relationship you know you know sometimes your clients are having a really you know they're getting a bit of a battering over something and you know what can we do Mm. you know what can we do to help as well so it's a great Mm. it's a great attitude to bring to work yeah like as well as home we get to be the ripple effect so we can either get this negative energy and pass it on and magnify it even or we get to kind of put that blocker in and then decide now I'm going to be a positive ripple effect on others and as you say it goes a long way it does well that that is the uh I think we can end end there on that on that positive note um and put positive ripples out into the world yeah yeah and if you want to share your positive mindset stories um in response to this we'd love to hear them send us your ripples too yeah you can put them in the in the post uh yeah. down down below this on linkedin cool excellent well have a wonderful weekend in the sunshine and you too and i look forward to catching up soon yeah take care bye <laughs>